Happy Leap Day. Crossing the line, people who are listening. I love it when you listen. Thank you. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way first before. (laughs) So, you know, I have to plug it like Noah always says, right? Rate, review, subscribe, share it, all those things. I'm coming to you from on uh, February 29th. It is leap year and I have random musings today. And I, I really did have a theme that I thought about, you know, as I come into these and I think about them, I, uh, I have kind of topics that come to mind when I record episodes in between what Noah and I do. And, uh, but today, well, I'm recording in advance. I'm recording a couple of days ahead because I'm sitting in Arizona. I am sitting in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm recording this and going to post it on February 29th, which is the extra day of the year that you get this year. You get an extra day. So the question is, if you're listening to this early in the morning while you're working out or driving to work or whatever it is that you're doing when you listen, what are you going to do with today? What are you going to do? Because we always say, oh my gosh, see, here we go. Already, I am randomly uh, musing. I want you to think. We always say, there's just not enough time. Gosh, I need more time. If I could have an extra hour in the day, I would dot, dot, dot. So guess what? You actually get an extra hour today. Yeah. You you get extra 24 hours today because it's leap year. So if you were born on this day, happy birthday to you. Because technically you get to celebrate every four years, which is really weird. I think I've said that before. I think I said that when I recorded in the first part of February, like if you have an extra day or you're only born, you're only born, you're born on leap year. So do you celebrate the day before? Do you celebrate after? And when your birthday comes around, are you really only like a quarter of the year old you are, which when you're little stinks, but when you're older, maybe it's, you know, like dog years or something. Okay, so I have a couple of thoughts. One, I want to follow up with an episode that I did on The Ordinary Life. A couple weeks ago when I posted that Ordinary Life, I got a couple of comments, which was really kind of cool. And it actually, um, I got some responses in an email. and, And this Ordinary Life that we live, which is really the point of every day. In one of my conversations with someone, it was, well, actually, there's different ordinaries along the way, right? We go along and there's this ordinary, you know, you just live day to day and you do your job. And okay, then all of a sudden, you're 10 years older. And so now your ordinary looks different, right? Maybe when you have no children, if you decide to have children and you you don't have any of those children, your ordinary is very different, right? Your rhythms are different. Your stages of life are different. And, and then you have children. Okay. And the children bring a different ordinary or a different rhythm. And you have to kind of figure that out. And, uh, I'm about to speak to, a. A group of young women on March 1st 
at a Women Changing the Face of Ag conference. And my session is about career planning, career path. And there isn't a path. <laughs> there, it's certainly not a sequential path or a very direct path. Neither is this ordinary life. One of the aspects of ordinary that I want to hit on, what about retirement? I'm hoping, now, I don't know who listens to this demographic-wise. I think it's older, it's younger, it's, you know, as Noah and I have talked, we, we want, I mean, really, this is for everyone, right? It's not just bankers or ag people or uh, young or old. It's so, so retirement. So older people who are listening, the question or the, the topic that I get often is your retirement's hard because for 30, 40, maybe 50 years of your life, you have spent 40, 50 hours, 60 hours, maybe more than that at times doing that job going there with those people. And that was your ordinary. Your ordinary was the drive to work. Your ordinary was the people that you worked with. Your ordinary um, were the, the topics that you were working on. You know, maybe you are an issues person. Maybe you were a banker. Maybe you are even farmers, right? 40, 50, 60 hours a week with that ordinary rhythm. That regular, this is what you do. And retirement is a very special, interesting place. And this is where I want young people to pay attention and listen. A um, couple, uh, two years ago, I listened to, I went to a seminar or an, uh, a session at a fire department and it was on sleep and uh, it was, it was on health and, you know, the health of firemen physically, mentally, emotionally, and the lack of sleep, because when you get woken up in the middle of the night and your sleep is irregular based on your schedule, um, it, it was, it, it was very fascinating because I was talking to them about, you know, a few years ahead of retirement, you should start to prepare for retirement because it's not something you can just jump into. Really, it's not, and, and how many stories do you hear somebody retires and very shortly after they pass away or they have a health issue or something like that? And at this session, the fireman said this, oh, do not wait until two or three or four years before you retire. It's way too late. And they said to the young fireman, the probationary fireman in this session, start preparing right now. Because the mistake that firemen make, firefighters make, is their family becomes the fireman. The firehouse is their family. And that's then becomes their identity. And then it's very difficult to leave because you're leaving your family. And so, I mean, there's a lot tied up in that, which is probably a whole nother podcast, but retirement a whole new kind of ordinary that you're not supposed to know how to do. That's, that's the thing about this, like life thing, you know, how are you supposed to know? How are you supposed to know if you haven't done it yet? Right? When I became a teacher, I remember thinking, okay, I went to college. I've got my degree. I know how to do this. No, I don't. I did not know how to take attendance. 
think I've said that before. I don't know how to take attendance. I didn't know how the rhythm of the day was go. I, I didn't know what to do when a kid threw up on another little girl. Like they don't teach you that in school. There's no general education or other education class that teaches you that. <laughs> Just real life. And, and you can't fast track experience. So you're not supposed to know how to do the next steps on the ordinary. I go back and think about the podcast. And if you haven't listened, you should listen to the one with Allie Bierman. The analogy that she gave for the, um, the, the marathon and the different sprints along the marathon, you know, along that race, right? these, these are little, these are things that come along. Like when you have children, I, when I had children, my oldest son was born in California. My mom came out. And when she left at four 30 that morning, she whispered into this little boy's ear who was one week old and said, be patient. Your mom has no idea what she's doing. And she didn't, but I didn't know until I did it. Now, what happens is you collect this information and Noah and I have talked about this, um, this kind of in this season, you get this information or this knowledge, and then you get some experience that brings you along. So as you enter the next ordinary normal, if there is such a thing, piece of life or stage of life, you should bring your experiences with you. And that helps you prepare a little better. I will say, though, in talking to my friends who are at retirement stage, that is very different than any other stage because it's this fast pace. You're surrounded by people and now you're just leaving it. And that world that you are leaving goes on without you. And and honestly, we're all replaceable. I mean, I don't like to think I'm replaceable, but I know that I am. I know that I am. And so that goes on without you. And it's kind of like when your kids leave home or you leave for college and and you go away, you think your world that you were, that was there stays the same, right? It just stays the same because you're not there anymore. And you think it does. No, it doesn't. It changes and grows as you're changing and growing. You're just not in it every day to see the change and the growth. So this retirement piece, what, what does that look like? What are you going to do? What are you exchanging, not replacing, but exchanging those 40, 50, 60 hours a week with at home or in a different job or with people? What if you don't like being around the people who are in your house? Because <laughs> let's be honest, there are many husbands and wives who don't work together, and then the husband is home, and the wife says you should get a job. Okay? So let's just call that what it is, right? But that, and, and I think my family always said, if you don't have humor, if you don't have, find the humor in even the hard, hard, hard stuff, it's a harder life. It's a, it's a more difficult path really. So this ordinary world or this ordinary life, I just, um, I kept, I kept thinking about this after talking to Allie and then listening to, and in the conversations that I'm having with people about, yeah, there's special sprints in it, right? And there's, there may not be great big holidays, but there's, 
you know, new rhythms of the ordinary. And, and sometimes we need that. And sometimes we need to be not. I would encourage you as I am listening to more and more, and I know I repeat things on this podcast and there's a reason I do that because they're important. And I sometimes forget what I say because I'm of the older generation. And on occasion I might repeat myself um, as my children have so non-delicately said, my God, mom, you've said that 14 times. Okay. (laughs) See, now I forgot what I was going to say. Is this ordinary, these, these little sprints along the way. And as I'm learning, oh, I know what I was going to say. As I'm learning and listening, the world today is very noisy and there's a lot of input and our brains actually can't even process it. That's why we don't remember That's why we don't sit and actually listen to people. So I would encourage you to add in, if you are not already, add in quiet. Add in moments where you're sitting and having nothing in front of you. And I am so guilty of this. I am very guilty. I'm I'm finding myself actually not sleeping well. Because I'm on my phone checking one more thing before I go to sleep. I shouldn't do that because my brain needs to slow down. And, and what's happening is when I do that, there's incredible evidence already that I'm enjoying the ordinary. Like the mountains behind me, if you are watching this on YouTube, the flowers at this resort where I am in Arizona and I said, Yes, I'll go to Arizona for a couple of days and do something I haven't done, but still have an ordinary time while I'm here. But I've made it extraordinary because of my approach, because of my curiosity, because I'm recognizing that this is the life. Which brings me to another... So I'm I'm at this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And I'm sitting out without my computer, without my phone, and I've got a notebook in front of me, and I'm listening to conversations around me. And I'm at a place where there's a conference going on. And I want to know if you've ever had this experience. Did you ever think that really none of this matters? None of it. Like the business that we do, the money that we make, the car that we drive, the places that we go, the the conversations, like none of it actually matters. I have moments and I had one just a little while ago that make me say, Really, none of this matters at all. Like, okay, let me give you a little background because you're probably going, what in the heck, Cheryl? Have you ever played Monopoly? And man, you are on it. Like you have taken boardwalk. You got all the train stations. It's been a while since I played. You got, and it's probably Ninja Monopoly now or some Lego Monopoly or something. I don't know, but. In the old days, we played regular Monopoly. And I would play with my kids. I would get so mad because I didn't care. I wasn't that competitive, but they were. But you play and you play and you play. And it sits out maybe for days or whatever. And then at the end, 
it all goes back in the box. And it doesn't matter. So I'm sitting and I'm listening and I'm, I'm not eavesdropping. I'm just, we're just, I'm listening. And I hear terms like, well, there's Facebook algorithms and, uh, you know, what's your ROI and the marketing budget. And, you know, there's different platforms and, um, you know, my CFO says this and my boss, you know, we can put together a proposal and we can, and it's business. It's two men doing business and having a conversation about marketing and, you know, and, but all of these terms are thrown around and I'm thinking, okay, but it doesn't really matter. But we make it seem like it's so important. Okay. Then another situation, I'm watching the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago and um, I'm listening. I mean, it's, you know, it's multiple things leading up to it. It's the billions of dollars that are spent on it. It's the, I'm not even going to say it, but we are focused on the game because there's somebody in the suite watching. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking, it's just a game. It's just a game with an odd shaped ball with people running into each other, trying to cross a, an, a line that's been painted on a field that suddenly matters. And if you cross that line multiple times, then you win and somebody else loses and there's commentary all over the place. And there's apparently betting because I don't bet on what color shade of lipstick someone's wearing. But in the end, does it matter? Like, is it significant and I guess that the part of this that 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 kind of hit me is okay, and that's what okay, so when I say it doesn't matter, is it significant to my life? Okay, I'm gonna go political for just a second. What's going on in Washington is corrupt in all kinds of ways. So so that the left side, the right side says, the middle side says, everybody, all the sides say. Okay, the significance, where is our significance? Maybe that's my question. As I'm working this out live with you, what, what is significant about the Super Bowl? And what's about to be March Madness, which by the way, side note, time out, I freaking love March Madness. I get crazy about March Madness. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the hype. It's the fun. It's the energy. It's a very short game. And I have a short attention span. <laughs> and it's fast moving. I don't know. Or maybe it's the bracket thing because it's just fun. But is it really significant? Like, where is my significance? Where is your significance? Maybe this actually does all tie back into the ordinary life. See, I have a business and I keep thinking about what's the point? What is the point of my business? Yes, I need to make a living and so I can live in a house and not with my son because they don't want me <laughs> in their house. But what's the point? 
why do I do what I do? Why do you do what you do in this ordinary life? And that we seem to make it so much bigger and more important and significant than it really is. What if we lived smaller? And I don't mean curled up in a ball in the corner and, you know, I, I don't mean less. I mean, and maybe that's part of this. Like when I listen, like these gentlemen that were talking, I just, it was sort of this like, um, I don't know, I kind of imagine this, you know, puffed up chest sort of thing. Like, well, hey, what is your ROI? I can put together a budget for you. I can't. Well, and the algorithms on this say, and this is why you need to be on this platform. And this is why the socials matter. And really? And so I, what's the point? Where's the significance? And why do I think about what do I, why do I do what I do? Why does that matter so much to me? And why do I work so hard to get my message out there? And, and I'm not discounting what we do. I, you know, the world has to go around the way the world has to go around. I mean, we, we interact, but it, no, the world goes around. We interact the way we do, period. And as is shown by the research, and evidence in all kinds of ways. This isolated world that we're living is killing us. So all this significance, I think about that in my what in with what I do specifically. All of this we're sort of fixing what's broken. I think that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm, I want to have impact in person. Because that's where the significance is. My identity is not in my Facebook profile. My identity can't be. Now, I will tell you, many years ago, my identity was in my title. I was beyond prideful about the title that I had of director of training and development because it seemed much more significant than sixth grade teacher, which is complete bullshit. And it took me a while to figure that out. And boy, I was glad I did. It was also hard. And it made me realize that I was trying to live not the ordinary life and a life of significance through an identity that wasn't it. And maybe that's where this all comes from. Does it matter? It all goes back into the box at the end and we all die. And, and so what is the point? What is the point? I probably could go on for a while because you know, I get rolling but listeners, here's what I want to leave you with. It is February 29th. It is the extra 24 hours that you have requested every day for how long? Oh, I just need more time. Well, you get a whole day. 
what are you going to do with it? Are you going to ROI it? Are you going to, I don't know. What are you going to do? Are you going to have business conversations or are you going to, and I would challenge you, why don't you be quiet today? Find an hour of just sitting still and letting your mind imagine the extraordinary in a regular day. Or maybe you are close to retirement and you think, what, what is the vision? What's the big, hairy, audacious vision that I want to have? Personally, and you know, that's part of my, no, it's me. It's authentic. You get what you get. I am a much more peaceful, joyful, satisfied, content person since I realized that my title doesn't matter, that the identity isn't in what I do. And that finding joy and looking at things differently is the significance in it. And for me, there are a lot of people out there who really just want to be seen. And I work very hard to see them. And that's the significance. That's to me what matters. It isn't the, you know, betting on the Super Bowl or all the other things, even though that's part of what we do, but not to become wrapped up in that. So happy leap year day to you. Happy birthday to those of you who are only having a birthday on today, (laughs) Uh, which is so weird. I really would love to talk to somebody who was born on leap year. I'd like to know what your traditions are about that. So uh, reach out to me and I am up for ideas or topics, but in the meantime, Thank you for listening and being part of my ordinarily extraordinary life because that's what I feel like I have. And until next time, this is Crossing the Line.